0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 66, of the Down Golf Podcast with your host Slim, my co-host Benny Golfs. Benny, what's going on? Benny Shanks, sorry, Benny Shanks.
1: <laughs> Not too much, man. Just uh, slowly getting myself together after that long weekend. Bit of a bender. Uh, you became a part of it, sadly, there yesterday. I mean, your family was great and your girlfriend was awesome. But, I mean, I don't know why you had to tag along. But
0: just stealing stuff out of Mike's Fly playbook, eh?
1: I know. I'm turning into my old man already. It's too too early. But, scary you know, it was, uh, it was a good weekend. Everything's going all right. Went and watched the Jays game. They lost. Uh, obviously watched a bit of golf. Won a little couple bucks there. Um, and just hung outside, honestly. Just big vibe outside this weekend. Just chilling in the backyard by the pool and with the puppies, the demon puppy. You play any golf? I don't think I played I might have played Friday, but I'm blanking if I played or not. And it's probably because I wouldn't have played good. So I'm just trying to like forget about it. So clearly I'm doing a good job. But uh no, I haven't really played honestly in the past little bit, it seems like. Hopefully get back on that train soon. What about you?
0: I was able to rope in thirty six on Saturday walking too, which was a huge Ooh. I didn't even feel tired after eighteen. I just we just kept buzzing and then they're like oh should we go another nine yeah should should go another nine yeah next thing you know 36 down the hatch jesus um, what time did you start up for that then Nine ten. and finished, finished around what 5 30 oh money yeah, yeah. we literally didn't even stop we just went up grabbed some glizzies and like came right back down yeah. it's, a, it's such a pain in the ass walking at Vesper though because anywhere you got to go after your round you got to walk uphill like after every nine Oh so it really? Just stuck. So to, to go and grab booze or like hot dogs and stuff after it's just like it just nuts.
1: Got to be a little depressing but, after shooting like a really bad score on nine, and you got to hike up the hill and it's like, damn, it's the worst day ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, very hard. But I found a swing with the irons and wedges. There you go. I actually actually hold out from eighty yards, little one hopper. Ew. For birdie, because my tee shot was so bad. <laughs> Funny enough, both birdies I made on the uh, on the one nine, I, yeah. I basically duffed my tee shot mm. and then by that hit, the a, I roped a seven iron to like three feet after that, if I can hit it, tapped it in and then hold out from 80 yards and then also chipped in for Eagle too in the second nine or the oh, second eighteen. Yeah. Was yeah, it yeah. like,
1: was it like going in the whole way or did you like skull one and it? Like kind of, hit no, the no, it looked
0: off. good. It looked good. Yeah. It was your typical, like in the rough, a lot of green to work with. Kind of down like sloping down and then kind of breaks yeah. to the right and it came off nice and then i was like oh that has a chance and then just yeah just just dropped her Beautiful. so yeah so it was good to get out uh didn't play every day but played enough holes as if i played every day so that was good yeah, um no kidding but yeah still struggling to, to get that 80 grind dude. it's it's frustrating
1: that's okay the iron swing getting that dialed is definitely a, a big first step and that's probably where i'm struggling the most so i mean you're you're i would say halfway there arguably
0: yeah well the one day i uh i was hitting it good i actually had 36 pots and shot 78 so i should have been like i'm i average around 31.7 <laughs> not a stats guy um but uh so you know take my average there and that but see this is the thing that this is what i realized though I'm going to have to deal with the fact that if I'm hitting more greens because I'm hitting better ball striking, I'm probably going to have more putts because I, I had a lot more putts from like a longer distance. Yeah. So there was a good chance of me missing them as opposed to like having 10, yeah, 10 footers. Than like I'm probably green making three side, or you You're, you're yeah. making
1: like, or you're trying to putt 30 footers, 25 footers. Yeah. So
0: I got to deal with that a little bit, but still, still frustrating to know that, you know, if I was even one or two strokes, above my average would have been like a 75 would have been a pretty solid round. Right. So, yeah. I, I can live with 75s.
1: Nice, so Lots of yeah. golf.
0: Lots of golf. Good for you. But yeah, let's get into this week. The PGA Championship at Oak Hill. I mean, pretty crazy little setup. We got our first live guy that won, Brooks. Mm-hmm. Kapka, obviously, gets his fifth major. Only 19 players in PGA Tour history. He's like the first guy like of of like the youth generation that is like 1-5. Eh? Like, other than Tiger, yeah. which isn't part of that group, but like JT, Rory, Rom, Scheffler, like all those guys man like there's no one else mm-hmm. everyone else on that list is like retired basically minus tiger yeah and Phil.
1: it's weird i always forget that rory doesn't have a fifth like it's just crazy to think that no speed, brooks too. feels like he never really plays <laughs> yeah. and then he still has five somehow Like, he's just a beast in the major still
0: it is nuts yeah dude crazy. his his professional career is cr- like nuts i'll go over it here quickly mm-hmm. um so he Started um at Florida State, right? And his scoring averages weren't that great. He had 72.7, 71.9, 71.7, 71.1. In his I think last he year. he wanted to
1: go he wanted to go to the Gators too, and I think he was coming out of high school. And I think they turned him down. And I think he went to FSU. I could be wrong there, but I thought I saw that somewhere.
0: That probably makes sense. So yeah. in twenty twelve, his last year, his scoring average seventy one point one, and he won three times, but he didn't win prior to that. So he had three wins in his last year, which is pretty solid. Yeah. And then um he also this is a kind of a weird stat, but he grew two inches in his last going into senior year, which some people think has an impact. Probably does. I don't know. But then dude, he he went to the challenge tour, right? Because like he couldn't get anything going here. Mm-hmm. So he 2012 he played in 10 events, won one of them 50k. He won that year. 2013 he played in nine events, won three of them, 130k. Then got promoted to the European Tour. I, I forgot he even played on the European Tour, dude. Like that's yeah. how he got his start. I didn't So, then in 2013, 12 events, 0 wins, 1 1 250k. And then in 2014, 15 events, 1 win, and he had $2 million. And then in 2015, he played a mixed schedule. Um and ended up winning the waste management in 2015. Yeah. And then That's, crazy. Um, that's
1: not a lot of money like at the beginning. Like that 250k year, like not a lot of PGA guys I, in the past 10 years make less than that if they're playing like a full season.
0: Yeah, I mean, he only played 12 events, so that wouldn't be the Europeans full schedule. But I don't yeah. even know how he would have kept his card with 250, but I guess he obviously did. That's what did. I mean, yeah. But, um, but, yeah, he's an ACC freshman of the year, ACC player of the year in his senior year, three-time All-American, and won three times in his senior year. But, dude, what's crazy is he didn't get any sponsor exemptions coming out of college. Hmm. And that, that's why he went to Europe. But pretty nuts. Like, that's a guy that really started from, in the golf world, nothing. Like, he, he basically started from, like, scratch, essentially. No pun intended. But uh, yeah. pretty pretty crazy little run for him. And now obviously with live and whatnot, he's doing his thing, but the five majors is like huge. Cause like anyone else says, who cares about the other ones?
1: Yeah. It's all his mentality. Like the guy's just, I mean, we thought he lost it for a while there with kind of everything that was going on. And I think he even thought he lost it for a while, but like that guy just hates losing, whether you like him or you don't, like he even says it like his whole thing is I hate losing more than I like winning. So okay. like, that's just a whole different perspective. And, I have a couple buddies that are like that, obviously not to the same degree because they're not making millions playing a sport, but like we're going out to play pickup basketball. Like I have some buddies who are just like absolutely spazzes and refuse to lose, even though it's just like a pickup game or shooting the shit. So it's guys like that, man, that it just takes them to the next level. And I mean, to come back from that drought, like watching this, the full swing stuff, you know, I it, it's looking back cracks well, me dude, up.
0: And not even that. And then he blows a huge lead at the masters.
1: Uh, yeah or not hugely yeah, but, but that, like that's, that's that was huge. a sign though okay that was a sign that he sold back
0: <laughs> yeah but the fact that he i mean i i guess it's it has been common in the past there's been a few guys that have blown a lead and then won the next major but yeah. same thing dude like that's still something to come back to especially with the way he was like i can't do this i can't do this and then he he has an opportunity to really drive it home and he couldn't do it like that's yeah. gonna be tough mentally but like you said dude he just loves to win and he just, I just don't know he doesn't care about like anything but himself and winning. If like the PGA yeah. Tour he's just like, nah, I just want to win, dude. Like,
1: that's weird. And he's like, he doesn't even
0: love golf. It seems, or he didn't before,
1: and like he still cares to win that badly. Like, if you told him, yeah. hey, you can go win five majors or one NBA championship, I think he played basketball. Like, he'd be like, oh, NBA championship, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> doesn't yeah. Doesn't
1: even like phase him at all. But he probably yeah. pays attention to his girlfriend now since he's not like looking through her when she talks to him, thinking about his golf swing.
0: Yeah, that's a funny one. That's that's, uh, that's relatable to a lot of people, not with golf, but just with other shit. <laughs> Probably. But, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um how about a celebration at the Panthers game? See that go kind of viral last night? Oh yeah. Yeah, that uh, the comments
1: on Instagram had me cracked up. The my favorite one, I don't know if you saw it, is <laughs> some guy goes, His clap to blink ratio, ratio is insane. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was yeah, dying.
0: He's clapping no blinks.
1: Yeah, it was the full video. He didn't blink once. I watched it twice because the first time I was like, I don't think he blinked. And I was like, I already thought, i like, this guy's probably zapped or something. And then I <laughs> kept watching. and I was like, all right, let's see if he blinks once. And the whole v- video finished. I was like, wait, it's restarting. He didn't blink one time. Just absurd stuff. But yeah, he, he what was he,
0: dialed, I guess. What do you think of like Brady Kachuk drinking out of the water maker trophy? Do uh, you think a lot of guys would do that? Like being in the <laughs> NHL and like, wanting to win their own trophy to drink out of or are you, you think i'm really overthinking that
1: no i don't think you're overthinking it i kind of was on the same page with you for a moment especially because
0: he's like, watching his brother play hockey <laughs> yeah,
1: but it, like you like you said NHL guys like they won't touch the cup at all if they haven't won it and like that's what he did like he was at the robbie thomas stanley cup like celebration when i was there i saw like all these guys are touching the cup and we're all having a good time with it but like he was one of the NHL guys there that like didn't even take a sniff at it, like didn't look at it. But then as soon as you pull like a major cup, he's all over it, which fair enough. I think it makes sense.
0: I mean, it is different, right? It's a different sport. It's, I think I was definitely looking into it. Just, it just seemed a little weird. I think like he's a guy that like, doesn't give a shit. eh? like a lot of people would feel weird getting like buckled at your brother's game while you're like in the NHL too. And like, he's he's done it like the last like four, he did it in Calgary all the time. And now he's doing
1: sponsorship from it. (laughs) Yeah. Or something yeah, yeah. like that, like year year ago or something. But no, he's a freak, dude. He, he loves getting tuned up. He's definitely got like the uh the old school leadership in terms of oh, let's get the boys together at the bar and have a good time. But yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um sucks that Corey Connors couldn't really do much. Mm-hmm. He's your typical Canadian in a major, like play well thursday, Friday, and then just see you later on the weekend. I mean, his yeah. his bunker scenario was crazy. And what was even more crazy about the bunker thing was that Hovland did it on Sunday, which ruined his chances because I kind of wanted to see him win as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, sorry, as he's calling me, Um, no, it's all good. So, um, but yeah, I mean, dude, that, what are the odds two pros do that? I mean, obviously it's a tough bunker, but the fact that they both got embedded and like thinned it, like you, I don't know how often you see that ever. And then let alone two guys do it same hole. I mean, obviously it's the bunker, but
1: yeah, but still like the pros are just such good bunker players. You really don't see that often. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of guys would argue they'd probably rather be in the bunker than the rough there. Specifically for at that sure. course.
0: For right? sure. For sure. Yeah, no, it, it was nuts. Yeah, so screamed get so, a couple bucks too. Corey Connors. Should have known better. Yeah, we can dive into that when we do ride with Benny this week. Yeah, can, we'll can explain it. that little story. Um, the other big thing that everyone obviously has heard by now, but i might as well touch on it. Michael Block, I mean, pretty crazy c- scenario. Golf pro at a Aero Truboco Golf Club in California. Guy charged 125 Seven bucks two. for a 45 minute lesson. Fuck, I might call him up, and say, "Hey, yo, Slim needs a lesson. Let's let's get this thing dialed." Yeah, what did they say the uh the number was
1: of how many lessons he'd need to teach? I think it was like twenty three hundred lessons he would need yeah. to teach to make the amount of money he just made in that weekend. Yeah, which yeah. is nuts.
0: Yeah, he made just over two hundred eighty eight k. Yeah, how would his capital make him twenty?
1: Yeah, I know, I know. But, I mean, he's going to play in two more tournaments now, obviously this week coming up, and then Canadian Open. But, dude, honestly, I know how we don't like to talk a shit ton about stuff that's already really hot in the media and people already covering it, but I seriously cannot stress enough how cool of a story this is. If you're listening and you haven't really checked into it at all, like go look at it, check out all the videos, literally everything. I was constant chills for like the whole weekend, dude. I almost teared up. I think a couple times because this guy just kept tearing up every time someone said something to him. But like, it's just such an absurdly insane story. Like you would never, I've never heard anything like that in any sport happen. The, the, I think sick. the
0: closest thing people are saying to you is like, and it didn't, it wasn't quite to like the exact amount. But uh, Francis, we met, who won the U.S. Open as an am. And like true whatever that was the greatest game ever played best movie pop yeah two golf movie ever that is a banger movie. like for like a real well, i guess that was real life but for a modern day <laughs> thing like not too often you see a guy that because he is a pro but technically he's an he's he's really an ant like because he's a yeah. tga of america like so and nothing disregarding TJ of america but it's a teaching professional so it's not like you know it, it's very similar to that. I mean, good thing he was. I eh? imagine coughing up 280,000. Oh, no, that would have <laughs>
1: been disgusting. I would have hated that for him. But
0: sucked, I would have said, but yeah,
1: it's not just that though, man. Like, it's like the fact that he gets a hole in one. Like, that's one thing I just couldn't believe. The whole story was already crazy at first, but like just sitting there watching and then you just see him dunk a shot
0: playing with Rory Mackle. Like, it's storybooked.
1: Dude, dude. There's going to be a movie on it.
0: And then the the par save on 18, dude, that thing hung on the lip for like a. I thought for sure it was going to die. And then plunked it in
1: yeah dude he's also a
0: stick though because we were talking about yesterday and we were saying he's won like the last seven of eight pga of americas like he's not like he's like you know yeah He was like
1: 2022 teaching professional playing like player of the year or something like that so like he's definitely one of the best teaching professionals there are in especially america i would assume probably north america but uh yeah, just I I can't believe it. and I, I'm now like when I go to the Canadian Open, I'm definitely going to follow him for a few holes just for the sake of it. He could even be playing like shit by then for all I know, but mm-hmm. definitely just worth it to see the see the man who put one of the coolest sports stories of my life probably together.
0: Imagine knowing though, that you'll never play like that good at golf again.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's where his saying- head's at though because he was saying he's like, He's like not expecting it, but he's like, dude, my game feels like in a great spot, and that's why I think he played four good rounds is because he genuinely was confident. Like at a certain point, he he's a pretty quick paced player, and I think he just found a groove. And obviously, when you're a teaching professional, you know the mechanics of it. It's just whether you can make it click or not. And he said he made was making it click. He's like, I'm well, on something right now, and we'll see how long it lasts.
0: He said he doesn't even hit golf balls because he doesn't have time. Like people are like, oh, you must practice. He goes, dude, I don't like. And any any teaching at any golf coach would know, like. They don't
1: like mm-hmm.
0: the last thing they want to do is hit balls because they're on the range all the time, anyways. With with the corners, yeah, they right? hit a
1: few as like examples or a couple warm ups, so they're not shanking shots while trying to teach. But they really don't get the practice, and some of them don't even get to really play a lot.
0: No, no, crazy, yeah. crazy. Um, getting a couple of, like headlines is from the past couple of weeks. Um, so the PGA is televising the weekend play at the final stage, Corn Ferry, a Q school this year. They're changing their Q school. Um, it's going to be a different setup. I haven't fully figured out what the, the exact parameters are, but because of the Americas tour that we talked about with the Canadian tour and the Latin tour uh, merging they're it's a little bit different this year. But anyways, they're televising it, which is really good. Cause I mean, that's what you yeah. see. Like you're basically watching like a pop prospects game yeah. like, on TV for any other sport is what it yeah. really is. And watch those guys grind, dude. Those guys like are grinding for literally their life. Like it's not like the know, emotions
1: just as high, if not higher, than a regular PGA event.
0: Yeah, and the stories that will be involved with that, like from guys like this guy mm-hmm. took this time, much time off. This guy had to live in his car. Like there's going to be so much of that, dude. No matter you know what, it's when, almost compared to.
1: Now that you say that, it kind of reminds me. Like I think it's going to be like watching like The Voice or um, like American Idol when they make yeah. all these episodes and there's like these hype ups. For, for all the different people participating. They're literally gonna be doing those like storyline mini documentaries and commercial time and shit like that for the players, for sure. which I think
0: it's really cool. Because there'll be at least one or two guys that get their card that um have that story, maybe more than that. Oh um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so that's that's cool because that should that should be good. Like the PJ should be trying to promote their their not necessarily their youth, because like some of the guys mm-hmm. have had their PJ tour cards lots of cards like they're like 40, but you know, just kind of putting money into their their next guys that are coming up right
1: it gives them a chance to get fans as well at a younger age like i feel like you probably see it and like how many guys could you name that had fans at a young age without winning like a major tour event like next to none. also
0: also be a sick thing to go to like if you're in the area because there wouldn't be a lot of people there and you get like the one-on-one experience too like if it was anywhere remotely close in ontario like maybe like like in new york or something i'd consider Mm -hmm. going to that because it'd be really really cool to see um how about this, dude? You remember Rose Zhang, who won the USAM for the mm-hmm. women's, the, the yeah. women's AM at, at Augusta? Yep. She just she just won back to back NCAA like overall titles. She's the first ple- first, I think, first Ew. female to do it, first person to do it since Phil did it in 89-90. She had that's eight eight wins this season, dude. That's disgusting. I feel like that's probably her on the LPGA. Standard. Yeah, she's won twelve of twenty of, of her last twenty events or something. That win percentage is crazy.
1: Yeah, that's a nightmare fuel for the rest of the college division.
0: So good for her. I, I'm kind of interested to see how, like, she translates into the LPGA. Like, mm-hmm. how, how does she compare against a Nelly Corda or, like, a Daniel Kang or, you know, mm-hmm. um... Cause I don't, I don't really even know like that.
1: Do you know what like her strengths are? I know we mentioned it at Augusta, like when she was playing there, but I, I didn't watch enough to know like what she's nasty at. I feel like you have to have the distance to make the transition, but I don't know if that's
0: like her forte. Yeah. And that's funny. You say the distance. Cause I don't know what they play T Like the NCAA would play pretty similar, like men's to PJ two or T's. I think like maybe not the exact yardage, but like they're definitely playing like 68 to 72. You which... think
1: I thought it'd be like 65 to 68 probably.
0: Really? Huh. yeah we'll have to look that up and have it for next I time it. but how about the live event this week dude trump they're playing 7700 yards that is long i don't care how far you hit it like 7700 it's no, long.
1: That, that's disgusting you couldn't you probably couldn't pay me to do that like on a on a given sunday <laughs> just say yeah. that. it's just demoralizing dude i'd shoot like 120 120- probably low honestly 130
0: (laughs) that's funny you say what what would you shoot because they came out this week with they talked to spieth horschel and a guy named thomas dietree um who played this week and they asked what an 18 handicap would shoot at oak hill and they Mm -hmm. basically said you know if they broke 150 they'd be pretty impressed yeah i think strictly
1: because of the rough
0: i think the greens too i think they three put pretty much every green yeah, I think any green true. that they two putt at like on a regular close course, they're three putting. No, no questions of that, especially if they had to finish yeah. everything out and play legit. Yeah, but yeah, funny. the rough, too. You hit in the rough, dude. You're automatic double, probably.
1: Oh, easily. Like the rough played basically like uh, I'm just thinking of my aunt chirping me for saying like all the time, and she says that her and her boyfriend do a drinking game and drink every time I say like, and I'm just like, oh, I'll get them hammered every episode. Is that right? Yeah, Fernando Get and Denise. Fernando. Fernando, and Denise. I know you're listening, Fernando. You are dog. Um, but it's like it's like fescue. The roughs like fescue yeah. there for for someone like me.
0: Yeah. Like well, it's funny because because um, Gino, jo- Joel's caddy played right. Yeah. You obviously saw that. So yeah. he's a scratch golfer, and he shot 85. So he went 45-40. Mm-hmm. he's a the, the, so there you the go the front
1: was just bogey every hole pretty yeah, much
0: yeah yeah literally it's so funny the PGA Tour did like a scorecard for him too
1: yeah he's like, i dreamt about having this made for me one day but i pictured it a little bit differently numbers wise
0: yeah yeah literally literally <laughs> um yeah okay let's get into the between club segment this week good one um so what would you rather do from now on play you control the music so you can pick any music you want, speaker, mm-hmm. volume, whatever. But what you play with three randoms all the time, or you have to play with your buddies every day, but in dead silence, no one can make a word. So they're not even giving me a good old, like, oh, nice putt on. Dude, I'll let Twitter. them do like, I let, I would let like a snap go, you know, you yeah. snaps that <laughs> like movie? your turn or time.
1: something. You're away, you're away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. just just, But like, no, like dead silence, walking the fairways hmm. and on the greens. See, I think if it was by myself and I could play silently,
1: like no problem. But I think playing with other people silent is just way too weird. And I would take my chances and just, I think I would personally play with the, uh, with the randoms and and bump my own music. But funny story, it's kind of reminding me of, I pumped in a shift at good old Westview this, uh, this past Sunday. And so obviously I was was being a starter and hooking up groups, making sure that everyone was paired up. And (laughs) the single came up to me, seemed like a little bit of an odd guy, but he uh I'm like, hey, you're going to be paired up with this threesome and the threesome goes like, oh, I hope you I hope you like music. And I was like, that's such a wild thing to say to the single right off the rip. And he goes, oh, like, sure. And then he looked at me as they kind of walked away. He goes, guess I have no choice. And I was like, oh, no, this is not good. So then he kept just looking around like a friggin eagle. He's like trying to find another 2 or single. And eventually, did he's like, "Can I just play with? Can I play with them? Can I play with them?" He goes, "I really don't want to listen to music. I really don't want to listen to music." Can well, there you go. go. That guy would rather okay. play in silence with his buddies. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. He would.
0: I think I would take the buddies in silence because I think it'd be so funny after the fact, having a beer on the patio, just going like, "What did we just do?" Like, just psychopaths walking around. But the music would be fun because you probably meet a lot of good guys. And like, yeah. I mean, for the most part, when I play with random dudes, like seventy-five percent of the time, they're decent guys.
1: Yeah,
0: it's just and I mean, 25% at the end of the day, like because like, it's the like, rule, uh,
1: you're listening to the music anyway. Like, you're having fun. Yeah, they might not be, fair. but you're having fun. So, even though the one guy that has to be with you in the cart, they might disrupt your fun. But
0: you yeah, know. like it's it's crazy. Those guys didn't even give him an option, eh?
1: They're yeah, no, like, hey, do no. you mind if
0: we play some light music? Just like, you better no, like music. Yeah, it was the, they're, the most They're probably thinking the same thing, though, just scaring this guy away. Just like, dude, they we got to do what we got to do, because we, we, we want to play our own three-man. Because
1: I went up, and I said, I'm like, you guys are probably getting paired up with this single who's coming up shortly. And they're like, oh, okay. Like I hope he likes to party. And I'm like, that's so wild, man. I'm like, you guys are nuts. I'm, like, I'm not stepping in the middle of this one. Were, you sort were they out. younger? Yeah, yeah. They were probably early 30s. Um,
0: were they yeah, using but golfers they, or no? Just like
1: hacks. They actually, I was so expecting them to be ass, but they teed off and like there's one girl in their group and I think two guys, and the girl probably hit the best tee shot out of everybody. Like she pumped it, like an actual really good distance down the middle and everything. And the other guys were like okay, but
0: I mean, you, it was probably you can you can always tell if a girl's solid because she has the swing momentum down. Like, yeah, she doesn't swing fully with her arms. She actually used some hips. Like, you can yeah. almost tell where a guy, you know, you can, so you can tell the mask. same thing. But some guys can scrape it around with horrible swings. Yeah, But girls, like, I find, like, if they have a good, like, the mechanics of the swing are good, mm-hmm. they're generally a good player. Like, you know, yeah, you're not. I, I don't know any good girl golfers.
1: 90%. I don't know any good girl golfers that have like really weird swings. Like they all have such like picture perfect swings. Yeah, like, it's I very can't think of any. And like Lexi soft. Thompson's probably the f- closest you get to like a unique swing. But I mean, she's one of the best ever. So
0: yeah, there that's funny, huh? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Was the single decent or no? Was he was he tough? He um.
1: He wasn't great, but like he's a golf harder, you can tell. Like he was dressed out like full black Callaway shit, like walking, like he was he was ready to iron have a covers? day. Iron covers. Iron covers. No, no, no. no. Luckily not. You
0: you think he'd allow a breakfast ball off the tee? Or that guy's a straight no, dude. You gotta drop.
1: <laughs> I think that's ruthless if you're playing with someone you don't know. Like I wouldn't even. I'd just be like, oh, maybe hit another one if you want, or like don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not being strict with that shit if no, I don't know the first. Boys
0: in the car. Nope, you're dropping. No, <laughs> no. get <up> <laughs> What are family. you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> no,
1: pick that up. Come on, I'll show you where to drop. I saw where it went in. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm
0: gonna play some music. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a that's Funny. Unreal. Unreal. Um. Well, this week we got in uh, the Charles Schwab Invitational at Colonial uh, Country Club. I'll I'll dive into a couple slim stats for you, and then you can get in the ride with Benny about how you did last week and uh, and your picks this week. Mm-hmm. So, dude, 56% of guys don't hit it further than 280 on this golf course, which I was just like mind blown about. That is interesting. It's only a 77% good rating or good driving rating, which means I think only 77% of the drives are essentially good. Which yeah, I would like imagine it seems a various... little high, like for them not being for guys only hitting it 280, but um, yeah. I would imagine other courses are probably like, you know, 84, 85. Um, there's unpredictable Bermuda rough, so only guys only hit forty-six percent of greens, which is to me very low. Hundred percent, not even fifty. It's the eleventh easiest course to gain strokes putting, so there. That's where I think a lot of guys get it, get it back. And mm-hmm. then it's the easiest greenside bunkers on the PJ Tour apparently. And then every scoring metric, it is basically tougher than average on the PJ Tour. So huh. guys technically could get after it. As it seems like as long as they hit a good drive. Yeah, so you might you might see the, the just to help you with betting that the the good drivers of the golf ball might might do well.
1: I know, man. I'm buzzing through the name of people here. If you couldn't tell by my eyes while you were listening, all that stuff off, I was putting. I just in thought you were Brooks saying. at the Florida game there.
0: <laughs> yeah, just not blinking, You're not blinking. <laughs> uh, it's too good. So who but, do we got, uh, Benny? Let's let's go through last week. What let's recap your bet so people know what what's going on.
1: Yeah, another scummy week by me because my single bets of the guys I said to win and uh, finish in top whatever, I don't believe any of them hit. Ooh, that's a tough um, one. But in a selfish way, it was a good weekend. I had $5 on any live player to win. So... would you get that
0: cash. at? I should have done that. I did that on the uh, Masters. And-
1: it was roughly plus four fifty. I want to say. Yeah, that's not bad. Pretty, pretty close to that anyway. And um, And then... I also had this one thing you can do. I was explaining to you the other day, but a lot of books will make like three groupings, like three people groupings. And then you can pick like the winner of each grouping throughout the whole tournament. And they're just yeah. random like names that they think are similar skill level. So I picked Corey Connors um, to beat two other guys. I picked JT to beat Day and Finau. He beat them. I picked Kepka to beat his two guys. Obviously he came first, beat everybody. And then um, I picked... Trying to think the last guy—it's irrelevant. Corey Connors is a big name that matters here. And the story is that all three guys, three of four, hit already going into Sunday. So I was looking unreal going to Sunday, and Corey Connors had six strokes on Shane Lowry, which was his other comp- like one of the competitors in his yeah. group. Of course, I'm not confident because, like you said, Canadian on a Sunday, and Shane Lowry's not a bad golfer. Just started picking it up as the tournament went on. Shane Lowry shot like one or two under. Corey Connors won bogey bogey finish to shoot about four or five under or sorry, four or five over. And he ended up tying Shane Lowry. So I went from winning about 390 bucks off of $5 to 195 bucks. But I mean, like still I said, I can't complain. that is still a good little payout. Um, that sucks. so we'll take that, but so yeah, you got this we'll week. move on to this week and see what we can do. Um, I think Sam Burns is a great pick this week uh kind of a name that's been a little bit sleepy recently, but he's a guy that I think has a full package and with all the stuff you just said, like he can kind of muscle through the rough. He's got the finesse, he's got the short game, and I think he hits a good amount of good amount of fairway. So I like him there. And I actually really like Colin Morakawa this week as well. So those are gonna be Ooh. my two uh my two horses going into the week.
0: All right. All right. Do you see that what Michael Block is to make the cut? It's like plus like our top forty is like plus five hundred or something no way top 40 like isn't that bad no i feel like really for him hard. he's either gonna play good or he's gonna play horrible like, he's gonna miss the cut or he's gonna come top 20 again probably there's like an in between, but anyways yeah you looking at I'm that
1: read, i'm reading at some of his top like on just strictly 365 some of his top finishes yeah. like top 10 finishes plus 2500 and um to make a hole in one is plus 20,000. Imagine that
0: back to back. <laughs> back to back. Uh, huh. Unreal who do, right. you, uh, who do you got who here? I got I got uh is is Alexander plan this week?
1: Uh No, doesn't look like it. Oh boy. Your boy Scotty is
0: Scotty No, Ricky not Fowler.
1: Spieth, Tony Finau Victor Hovland Tommy Oh Fleetwood, speak, speaking
0: of, speaking of those guys Ricky got into the U.S. Open and so did Sergio Garcia in the U- U.S. Open Sectionals Garcia got 66-66 to get in and Ricky I don't know what he shot but he got into so they're both nice. in Nice um I'm I'm gonna take um he just said his name but I, I I'm Tony Finau Colin Marikawa, Ricky Fowler Justin Rose Tommy Fleetwood Chris Oh Kirk. I'm gonna go Victor Hovland I think I think Victor he's due for Hovland. a win.
1: After last week, yeah, dude, he off. he is very due. He could be the most so, due player right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna go Hovland. Nice, unreal. You got anything going on this weekend before we wrap things up here?
1: Nope, I just booked my flight to Europe, and Ooh. like four months I'll be leaving. So that's another little big piece of news in my life. But other than that, we're just cruising. Shanks the week. takes on Europe. <laughs> Watch out, might not make it back.
0: I'll come. Oh, I, 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 I got a big bachelor party this weekend, so hopefully it's a good one. Ooh, good times little, definitely gonna have golf. to hear a story from that playing a little golf playing a little drinking playing a little sunshine yeah you know? good times tell you the boys won't be in silence for that foursome <laughs> I'm kidding Hopefully Un- unreal alright Benny well, until next week we'll chat soon my friend sounds good